Hey everyone, welcome to the Jacob and Seb podcast. I'm Jacob. And you guessed it, I'm Seb. And thank you for tuning in to our first ever episode of the podcast. We hope you enjoy. Let's go have some fun. And we're We're back. back. Nice to see you, Jacob. Nice to see you too. How you been? I've been I've been well. I've been well. Had a really good week. It's been what? Had some revelations, I think. Been a single week. A single week? <laughs> a single week. Uh, another single week passes. Yeah, yeah, we are. Not, looking, not really looking for. Not much has happened for me, to be honest. No? I think I, I still have some talking points, so that's good. Yeah? We'll anything, anything memorable happened this week? Um, well, I finished my exams, but I didn't really learn anything from that to be honest it was kind of like the just more, an exam- the, the more was the point of doing the exam just just to be, just <laughs> because it's you know mandatory kind of okay uni thing but yeah other than that um grandfather is still in hospital i uh, don't know what's wrong with him well i don't know what's wrong with him and the doctors don't know what's wrong with him um and i was talking to this to you about this before um that essentially I had always had the image that doctors were, you know, they had a very difficult job being who they are and what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this week kind of reinforced that because I realized how difficult it was to actually reach a prognosis or, you know, a conclusion about something, whether or not someone has something, you know, um, cultures and all of that. you got to run so many blood tests, culture tests. Look, it's ridiculous. Um, and, you know, I've always wanted to be in that field, so I guess it kind of helped me out a little bit there. Um, you know, in preparation for uh, GAMSAT at the end of this year. I'm going to do a GAMSAT, which is fun. That's the um, medical exam entry test. Thanks for clarifying that for me. Yes. Because <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were going to understand that. <laughs> no. Um, a bit jargon to me. Yeah. Jargon. Mm. Yeah. I like that word. <laughs> it's a good one. Um, jargon in itself is kind of jargon, to be honest. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a little yeah, bit, is. a little bit. But yeah, I think I've had a bit of, bit of a eye-opening week as well. I think for those who are viewing on YouTube, you'll know that we have a camera set up this time. Yes. Um, we sort of learned from the previous uh, practice podcast that maybe the uh, without the visuals, it's a little bit hard to tell. Remember I said visual aid before. Yeah, a little bit of visual <laughs> Without the visual aid, it's uh, it's gets uh, the meaning can be a bit lost, especially I think I in particular am a bit of a sarcastic person, and it doesn't really come. You're a sarcastic person. (laughs) See, that's I was going to say you as well, but I'm pretty sarcastic, and I just you know that doesn't come across well just with audio. No. So we have we do have a camera this time. Um, We're putting it up on YouTube at the same time as we launch this. We have a surprisingly high budget. (laughs) <laughs> which is weird because <laughs> we've got a camera and a mic now. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, my mind's blown. <laughs> it does seem pretty high production, but this is just stuff that we had yeah. from previous... Um, Lying around. Creative endeavours. Yeah. yeah. Lots of creative endeavours. Yes. Yes. So... Uh, and in terms of the visual aid thing, I think that you were telling me a story this week. Yeah, like just before the podcast. Yeah. Um, and it kind of highlighted how a person can be viewed a bit differently from their voice like i think that you know not seeing someone not being able to see their expression like when we did do the first run through i think you could you couldn't tell that we were being sarcastic and there's a few moments where we were but if you actually looked at the camera Mm -hmm. if we had one set up you probably would have been able to tell 
and there were a few jokes where like we'd be smiling but not actually laughing and it's mm. like no one knows we're smiling in that situation it's kind of it's very one-sided like no one can actually see what we're doing so i think in having a camera you can actually see us smile and see us laugh mm. see us sip our coffees very slowly um, to make no noise <laughs> to make no noise we're not we're not gonna yeah, yeah i'm gonna but yeah back to the sort of story that i had this week that was brought us to this point i think i have this supplier i'm not going to say names just for confidentiality purposes <laughs> um we'll call him we'll call him bob oh, I don't mind. greg greg we'll call it that greg. we'll greg. call him greg greg and i have been conversating for like two weeks now mm-hmm. purely over um email and over the phone yeah and He's a, he's a, now I've come to realize he's just an older gentleman. Uh, he doesn't mean that when he has caps lock and when he shouts over the phone, <laughs> it's, um, so like in my head from the beginning, I had a, I had this image of what I described as the older gentleman from Toy Story one with the glasses, the one that stitches yeah, yeah. Woody back up. I had this image of this man, like a little short, like man who just like yells a lot. Um, but then when I'm in person, there's like a different vibe. We just connect. Kind of like Gary. A little bit. A little bit like Gary. Gary, like a, like he can be expressive, snail, but, but he's a, he's a softy inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can only get that from meeting someone in person, I think. Very true. Or just seeing them. Yeah. Hence the camera this time. Yeah. Thought the camera would help. So yes. Give us a thumbs up. I'm not sure how this is going to work. Oh, just tell us. Communicate <laughs> somehow to us that the camera is a good idea and we'll keep it. Um, and then obviously if there is, you know, once we do post this, if there's a problem with the audio, let us know as well. We are new to this, so we're getting straight into it. It's still, it's still low budget, but, um, we are happy to make improvements for for you guys, for the listeners, for the viewers. Yeah, exactly. So, um, hopefully we can maybe get like a mic, a two mic set up one day or something like that. Yeah. One day. Be a bit better. Cause I think, I think our voices are a bit, or our voices are completely different, which means that, you know. Mm. sometimes volumes will come across a bit differently, um, which is problematic. And I think we found that with the first um, practice one as well, that our voices were a little bit off. So, yeah, if there is any problems, let us know. Exactly. But I think that's sort of, you know, we can talk about why we have a podcast. I think that's sort of a nice segue. Yeah, this is a nice segue. Because I think we also realized last time that we both maybe have different ideas of why we want a podcast yes, or why we have very one. much so. So, um, well, you can go first. Me, okay. Yeah. So I think part part of the reason is just sort of to have a creative outlet to share thoughts. Mm. I think I'm not that big of a writer. I think it takes a lot of time. Yeah, neither am I. <laughs> I hate writing. I like, yeah, it's, it's one of those tasks that are a bit time consuming so this is a nice way to have a way to express thoughts and just have a conversation yeah. in a sort of simplistic manner and also so selfishly to sort of improve my storytelling i think it's one of those under underappreciated skills it is and i actually yeah, had a statistic i think it was late last year that really opened my eyes that people on average talk about 6 minutes a day which is that, uh, it? that that was the statistic i read wow and I didn't believe it, like just like your reaction then. I didn't believe it till I worked, did a two month internship at a office in the city, yeah. and it really hit me how six minutes is actually some somewhat of an over exaggeration. Yeah, I think 
from the moment I got up, because my parents and my brother, or my brother's asleep and my parents go to work early in the morning. So I don't see yeah. them in the mornings. Yeah. So I don't talk to anyone. I just get up and have breakfast and go to the station. On the train, everybody is just like seemingly unaware of one another. They just have their headphones in. No one speaks to each other. Yeah. When you go into work, now it's already nine o'clock and you haven't spoken to anyone. You haven't spoken a single second. Yeah. Maybe to yourself in the mirror. That's about it, right? <laughs> Why are you talking to yourself in the mirror? Oh, just to make up some minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> just to make up some daily minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you have that sort of small chat, which is pre-programmed that you just have. It takes a minute. It's meaningless. And it's the same every day. Yes. So there's a minute if we being generous, if we even count it. And then there was, there was a small office. It was about six of us. Everyone in like their own department. So no one really communicated. I'd say in total would have been... Me conversating was three minutes. So now we're at four minutes. So then we go home. Once again, I'm on the train talking to nobody, walking to the station, walking home, talking to nobody. Why would you – yeah, the thing is, why would you ever talk to someone on the train? I don't know. It's such a weird thing I've, to do. Only, I, I've I actually thoroughly enjoy it. I've, ever, I've only ever done that. And yeah? it's been to like either women over the age of 80 mm-hmm. or for some reason kids under the age of 10. Which makes me sound very, very creepy, but it's not. It's just conversation. Yeah, okay. Um, I think that's kind of – I'm com- probably completely opposite. You know me quite well, and I talk a lot more than six minutes a day, um, especially when I'm at work. My bosses probably know that because yeah. I get in trouble for speaking a lot. Um, and, you know, I get my work done, obviously, but I think talking's – I'm way better at talking than I am at anything else, um, and I'm much more of a um, – oral learner like I can I obviously I can memorize stuff like any other person but I think that having conversations with people is probably my favorite pastime oh <laughs> because that I, and walking that and walking, <laughs> walking I top remember, tier, we, had, tier, I remember we had this discussion activities. last week yes walking yeah. walking is lovely yeah. um talking and walking maybe we'll do a talking and walking episode one time just, we're just gonna carry this around yeah <laughs> And you can carry the MacBook. I'll carry the MacBook. You carry the mic. Um, and like, because I I work a bit with Vinny's, um, Vinny, St. Vincent de Paul Society. Um, and I do a bit of public speaking there and getting to know everyone there as well. Like everyone talks. It's not about, it's not about writing in text message. We'd all much rather have like face-to-face meetings mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, and I think it's great because I genuinely, I love to talk to people. And getting to know, that's why I love helping people and that's why I want to get into, um, you know, the medical field because I love conversing with people as much as I love the science. Yeah. I think, you know, podcast is probably my way not to focus that, but I think to, um, well, actually, yeah, probably to focus and enhance my ability to communicate verbally a bit more across a platform where either people that we know or people that we don't know can hear me. Uh, and I know there's people that are watching right now, probably like, what the hell is he talking about? Because I don't understand any of it, but I think you will, as we progress, Mm. um, that it is a very good outlet to communicate with people and, it's why I would be an advocate for anyone that actually chose to start up a podcast of their own. Yeah, I think I think it's fair to say that we're not really specialists in anything. We're more just jack of the tr- jack of all trades, so really a jack of none. So this this convert, yeah, I think it's a bit of a mind bender. Yes, yes, jack of none, sure. Jack of what? Jack of all trades, so jack of none. 
You're a master of none or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But so we're not, we're not here sitting here having a marketing podcast or a fitness podcast. We're just here to fitness podcast because <laughs> I'm at my peak of fitness. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we're fitness enthusiasts, but that's where it ends. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're here more to just facilitate and just start the conversations that maybe you, you wouldn't likely have. Yes. Uh, especially censorship and is a big thing now and people are afraid to sort of speak up and we don't have a big platform right now we're just no we're very small so we're no one's going to come but we're big chasing our bank accounts we're big we're big minded though we're big minded we are small counts that's what counts that's okay yes (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to think of something to say that i was like no no that makes sense i did good there yeah um so we will have guests on that will kind of make i think I think we're going to get those guests to kind of pick a topic about what they want to talk about a little bit. Like we will have topics. Yeah. It'll just be a little bit more broad in nature. So a little bit more philosophical, I'd say. A mm, bit and more you, thinking involved, I think. And then you can ground me with your science. <laughs> you know, science ruins everything. Because <laughs> I had this. I, had I have this, to agree with that, unfortunately, because I know that it does. Because no one understands what you're talking about if you ever do science. And there's probably going to be people that are either studying similar to what I'm studying that are just like, nah, nah, it's good. Yeah, yeah but how many people don't study what we're studying? That's exactly. what you kind of got to think about. Like, you wouldn't understand any of it. Like, my sister certainly hates it. She doesn't like conversations about what I talk about. She's mm. like, just stop talking. Yeah, because it's just a bunch of jargon, isn't it? <laughs> jargon, yeah, it's jargon. So we'll try to limit the jargon, that's for sure. Yes. Um, obviously, if there is like an episode where, you know, we have someone talking about that kind of stuff. I'll have some input, whether or not I know a lot about it or not, you know. Um, but, yeah, I know we've definitely got a guy lined up for – he's probably going to choose a topic of fitness or something like that. I yeah. guarantee it because um, we know him both quite well. So he'll, he'll probably pick a topic similar to that. Um, and I'm assuming uh, that'll probably be in a very funny and enjoyable episode. Oh, for sure. I for can't sure. wait for that. For sure. um, but we'll probably – We'll film a few by ourselves first just to get the hang of it because uh, we are still learning, as we both know. I think, yeah, it's it's podcasting seems just like having conversation, but it's slightly different. It's a bit We're, weird. It is. Especially we know you're listening or we know that someone is listening and we feel like Because I'm talking to, to him. I'm talking to him, but I have to look there every now and then to let you guys know we're paying attention. Yeah. And then I'm looking here and at my coffee. It's just so many things that are going on. You're like... Surely it's not that hard to keep track of it all, but it is. <laughs> and we don't want to just like we don't want to waffle too much. We want there to be some sort of substance behind what we're saying, like I did five minutes ago. So you <laughs> so you could get a little bit of you know knowledge. <laughs> did you spill it? I did. It's down my front. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, what else do you want to talk about? We've got extra time. We have plenty of time. And yeah, we're not going to really restrict us by minutes. Last time we did. We did. Didn't end so well. No. no we didn't. We, we weren't feeling what we'd done. When the conversation ends, it ends. That's how we're going to structure yeah. this, I think. Although the last conversation we had was very brilliant. We did. I think. Should we highlight that or should we like save it? Uh, I think we can highlight it just because I think <laughs> I think it's an issue. I think it's it something was, that people need to it's an issue. be woke about. I think it was the most... Pointless to the point conversation ever. Yeah, like there was that? definitely a point to it, but there was no point talking about it. 
you want to fill them in on what we're um, so what we about? so Sebastian raised the issue last time that signatures there's no real value to actually having a signature like you could sign stuff with just a circle and it would be okay um, and I think we came to the conclusion that technically you could but then there'd be no monetary value in any signature on any other like say for example you were buying like a jersey from LeBron James mm. if he signed that with a circle would you really want to buy it well that's his signature and that's what but, we debated last but, time but then someone else could have a circle that's just slightly different to that but at the same time somebody could forge LeBron's scribble exactly but someone could also forge his circle and if you're thinking like his say say right everyone a signature is like you're able to identify a person so my signature is completely different to someone else's. Mm-hmm. Even by the smallest margin, it's always different. And obviously, you can't write at the same each time. So therefore, some probably some probably match up every now and then again. Like you know, someone with the same initials as you that just writes their initials on the paper, like weirdly. Um, but you know, if you had people like say LeBron James with a circle, there could be an- another person that has a square, and you're like, well, it doesn't actually say LeBron James on it, like. His signature's very well defined. Like if you ever go to like a sporting event or you yeah. know, any any event really where you're just like, oh, you know, um, Kendrick Lamar, can I have your signature? <laughs> I'm a random man. Um, and he goes, yeah, and just draws a circle. Like, are you going to be very impressed? That You're going to take that to some person as a bit like, this isn't his signature. He just drew a circle on there. But this is the you whole debate we had last time, this whole idea of, past professional standards like what are the standards what are the guidelines for a signature because <laughs> who says a circle is not a signature that's the debate i was the having last signature time. police is there such but, a thing but who it's analyzes just the fbi because <laughs> i put my signature this conversation sort of came about because i have to sign all these documents at work now mm. and my signature is just my initials stacked on top of each other it is nothing yes. creative it is forgeable. So it's very forgeable so yeah, mine, yeah. Yeah, but if I was to change it or if I was to just, like, not sign it, like, who is going to check it? Why don't we just write out names like we already do? Because it usually asks for a print name and then a signature. Exactly. Even when the post guy comes to pick up, it's just like, what's your name? I absolutely understand it's a market for, um, you know, self-identification and people identifying you and your signature. Like, when you go for your driver's test, it's like, oh, um, can you sign this, please? I've only just turned 18. Can't I just print my name? Mm. Like, I'm sure you know who I am and I pass my driving test. You know that I passed my driving test. I have witnesses to bear here that I passed my driving test. Why do I have to sign anything? Like, you could easily just print your name. And I do, I obviously, I get that it's a thing of identification, but I do agree with you. I don't think signatures in themselves are inherently needed. Yeah. Or then there, need, there needs to be a form of identification but signatures are not the way to do it because anyone can really pass as license, anybody. License and registration, sir? Like a fingerprint. We like Fingerprint. Yeah. See, it's that much I, more. That, and I feel like I, that's a lot more badass than actually writing a signature. Yeah. Like how cool would it be to everywhere you go just have like an, a little an ink pad you just put your thumb on and you just, yeah, that's my exactly. signature. I'm off. Mind you, it would take a long time to probably run that fingerprint through the database, but Probably longer to sort out whose signature's whose. Because signatures are so random. Because my signature mm. on my license is not the same as my signature now. So, like, 
are they actually going to be able to trace it back to me if my signature on my license isn't the same as what I signed on paper? Yeah, true. So. But I think I think there is a bit of leniency with that though in terms of age. Like I know my signature when I was 17 was completely different to my signature when I was 18. I just changed it. And then I had the same signature for however many years now. But if I completely lost train of thought, <laughs> my brain just went, no, I just trained off right then. Um, I don't know. I can't help but you. But I, I think that with signatures, there's a, no, I know, I just remembered what I thought of. Um, but signatures, like when you say you're doing the fingerprint. Yeah. With signatures, usually you compare one signature to another to see if it matches up, to see if that's the person. Um, so say like, oh, yeah, Jacob signed this. Jacob, let's look at his signature. Does it match up with the last billing or whatever statement? And they'll say yes and say, okay, he's legit. He's legit Jacob. <laughs> okay, but on that on that thought then, if you're saying it's legit Jacob, I've signed my parents. Can you call me that now? Legit Jacob. I want to be called legit uh, Jacob. <laughs> maybe not on the podcast, but uh, yeah. off the podcast for sure. Mm. But I used to sign excursion documents as my dad all the time. And they just accepted that. School? You can't do anything about this? Is Don't. it? Is it legit dad? Is it legit Seb? Because... Uh, is it legit dad? <laughs> legit Seb? There is no one in the office verifying that that is actually, in fact, my dad signing the paper. Because I got to a point where I was pretty close anyway. Yeah. Like, but they then, could easily think that I was my dad. But then, but then you could genuinely say, you get back to the argument with circles and squares. If his signature was a circle, you could forge any document. Even easier, right? Exactly. But if it was a fingerprint, you can't I forge can't. that. But it would be a hell of a lot easier to, a hell of a lot harder to check because you can't look at a fingerprint and look at all the bumps, the trace with the ink, and be like, that matches up fairly well. Okay. No, because someone could be one dot off, or I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Because obviously everyone has a different fingerprint, but there's so many pores on your skin that the ink only goes into so many of them, right? So it causes that shape to appear on the paper. Which is why yeah. every single person has a different print. Because if you do, you're technically probably most likely related. Mm -hmm. So technically, there it is. Is I'm not an expert on fingerprints, but say, <laughs> say, say you and your dad did fingerprints with the ink. Yeah. Right. How similar would they be? By looking at them, you'd probably have to run them through something to check if that was theirs. Like, but know. I guess we're talking about like mundane examples, like. True. Signing an excursion form where I think I think what no I've one is actually going to care. What I've pointed out is like federal documents. <laughs> like, but even when it comes, like I don't know, we, we never got to that level. I don't think no. where we're signing federal and documents. I did, but I did like how we said, "Oh, we'll just quickly highlight what happened." We've literally had the exact same discussion again. Yeah, because we kind of agreed, but kind of didn't agree on the same issue. In that it was signatures aren't really necessary. But some form of identification is. I think that's what we sort of decided. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But even for, yeah, it just depends on the on the sort of situation, though. I guess because when you went, like the idea that you brought up last time, that we're signing jerseys, I never thought of that. Honestly. But. Just are signatures useful there either? I don't know. Just just thought it well because then anything that was signed in the past would have no monetary value. Like, would be not be worth anything. Like, these are collectors, like, collecting signatures. And they would not be worth anything. Um, thing I just thought of, though, on top of that. Um, passports. Probably the best form of identification ever. Because only you can have your passport and it's government issued. 
So if you have your photo in that passport, that is the best way to prove that is who you are. Mm-hmm. So say you go like you go down to the DMV. I don't even know what they call it here. I can't be bothered learning it. The DMV. I just call it driving instructor place. Of Vic uh, Roads. Vic Roads, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the DMV was. So DM, was like, DMV is what they called it when parents got their licenses. Okay. Yeah. Um, back in the day. Back in the day. Uh, where it was a hell of a lot easier to get your license. It's yeah? Like, yeah, you didn't have to do any hours. You just went for your test. I think you had to do hours to learn, but that was about it. There was no like limit to mandated, mandated yeah. hours limit or whatever. Um, but like passport is probably the best way because you could say you're going for your driver's license and you say, could you sign this? And you literally just show them the passport and then they stamp it themselves. They just say, yep, he is who he is. Bang. Because then they're under fraud allegations because then they're stamping it if you're not who you are. That didn't make sense to me, so hopefully it made sense to you. But if gonna nod in agreement, <laughs> <laughs> look over the camera subtly, like what this guy talking about. No, but in terms of like, like especially when you're going on a plane, you need your passport to go overseas. But why don't we just use our passport for everything? I know some people that do. They use it instead of a driver's license. It's not as easy to carry around, and if you lose it, you're probably in more trouble than if you lost your license. But it's probably it would replace the entire concept of a signature, but then at the same time, because it is it is now an appearance signature. It's not like a written signature. You're actually looking at that person's passport, and then you look to see if it's got the correct stamps and everything. You see if they've been traveling overseas really quickly. Bang! They are who they say they are. But at the same time, I've, people can get fake passports. Yes. So, but I it's guess very at the hard, same time, it's very hard to fake one very very well. Don't ask me how I know that. I just do. You've looked into it. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay. Not that, not that I would require a fake passport, but I don't think I would ever try to get a fake passport because I know they're very hard to fabricate because they're a federal document. It's like, well, passports, technically, they're state documents because they're, in, they're issued state by state, whereas your know, passports are issued... Australia-wide, like we all have the exact same passport. It just says where we're from instead of like, it'll say like Brisbane or Melbourne or Perth or Darwin. Yeah. It's kind of, it's not like, oh, he comes from this state in Victoria. This is his, well, it says the birthday on there as well. Because if you want to buy, you know, for example, uh, alcohol at the airport, it's good to have your birthday on it. Mm. I kind of went on a rant. Because then you don't even need a passport to fly interstate. No. You just need an ID. You need an idea. Yeah, you don't need your passport to fly interstate. Intrastate. Yes. Intrastate. Intrastate. I always look, I I study what I study and there's so many terms that involve inter and intra and I still get those confused. Just, I don't know why. It's just something (laughs) with my brain. It's just like. Intra. Intra. Intranet. Intranet. Where'd you get intranet from? Back at primary school. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like the sort of equivalent the um australian equivalent of um the chinese internet where everything's sort of censored and limited to what you can actually google um so i guess for children it's probably the probably the safer thing to do yeah that's true yeah especially with um the depth of the internet and nowadays the um, absolutely the things you can find on there the dark web i call the internet is now the dark web because it's that easy to access literally anything I was going to ask it's you, yeah, stupid. have you actually been on the dark web? No. Okay. We need someone who has because that is a topic that always interests me. I feel like I know someone. 
I feel like you're thinking of the exact think purpose. <laughs> but I really, yeah, the dark web is just something that's always fascinated me. Because well, it really shines, it really puts a light on like... Are we keeping this PG-13? Terrible We're not, side of Because, people. you know, we are. Oh, we'll try limit swearing for the people who are listening. Keep it fam- family friendly. Family friendly. Yeah, it's a yeah. family friendly podcast. Good, good, good. We'll play keep it that way. can play it while you cook and cook and dinner. Yes. Yeah. What you guys? Co- what you guys cooking right now? No one's cooking anything. No. We like porridge. Porridge. We're gonna have porridge. We're gonna have porridge. We've had our coffee. We need our porridge. Best breakfast food. Best food of all time. Well, I had bacon, eggs, sourdough, halloumi, and avocado this morning. Oh, How mad does that sound? That's pretty good, that's, right? That's that is pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, I still think I've I didn't make it. My dad, I'm a ter- I'm a terrible cook, as many people that are watching will already know because they roast me for it daily. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right, but I talk. I was talking with mum yesterday because we we have a very fast way of cooking. I'm very simple. It's just. Fry some chicken, fry like boil some vegetables, and dinner yeah. serves. But why do we have to overcomplicate eating? We got we got an air fryer recently. It's yeah, changed my life. Okay, for the better. Okay, nothing's fried. It's got less fats. It's not, not cooked with oils or anything like that. It's literally air fried. You put a chicken in that. That chicken is the juiciest chicken you'll ever taste. You put potatoes in there, right? Just straight potatoes. Cook the potatoes. You just put some salt on them. Wow. And it cooks it, the entire thing. Beautiful. Oh. Straight through the chicken. You can put like an entire pork in there, not an entire pig. It's not that big. <laughs> the same piece of pork loin, right? Yeah. You get that nice crackling over the top, and it's beautiful, beautiful base, right? Nice and tender. Thank you, George Calamaris, <laughs> for this and in-depth. Genuinely, it's Absolutely amazing. You cook everything in there. Like we cooked um, prawns in there, um, dim sims you cook in there too, and they're like nice fried dim sims. But they're not like, you know, the ones you go down to the fish and chip shop and get that are like dipped in oil. They're just nice and crisp. And we're back. Apologies for those watching on the internet on YouTube. Uh, the camera did turn off 10 minutes or well, after 20 minutes of recording. So, so there is a bit of a slight intermission there, but we've, we're learning as we go and we figured out that the camera can only take 20 minutes at a time. So, and, and the microphone, the, can micro, only take the microphone, uh, took about 30 minutes and then it stopped as well. So we lost so a good portion of our discussion. We did, but we've learned a lesson. Mm. We've learned and we move shouldn't, forward. Shouldn't happen again. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll just quickly um, we'll recap on what we spoke about just very very quickly because yeah, after discussing um, air fryers and home cooking we moved on to the topic of fast food yes and why is it so normal like why is fast food so accepted by by the masses yes and it shouldn't be but it is it you know, isn't you know, it's accepted by me sometimes as well and I think we touched on that a bit too because even though you know it's bad for you and you maybe tear up a little bit, cry a little bit inside when you take a bite of this burger of yours. Of mine, yes. And you still go back, surprisingly. It's like, yeah. and you know you shouldn't, but you people, go back. I think it's just the world that we kind of grew up in. It's so many advertisements. You know, we were talking about marketing of fast food as well, and which I'll, you touched on a little bit. Um, and, you know, if you 
we probably won't talk about that right now because it's very, very fresh uh, in our minds mm. uh, and it's not going to sound. Because we did have a 30-minute discussion. We had a 30-minute discussion on so. fast food. Um, so if you guys do want to see uh, or hear, see and hear, we've got a camera, um, an episode about fast food, um, let us know and we will talk about it, I guess. Probably be a dip bit different from the first time that we talked about it but hopefully we still get our point across i guess but i think the one thing we did notice about talking about fast food was just the absurdity of it the uh the absurdity of fast food and just the absurdity of life in general it's a very deep conversation that we're about to have because the more you (laughs) the more you question things when you walk in your day-to-day life the more you realize how absurd things are absolutely just think about like walking and seeing people drive yeah like how strange is that just seeing these people in what can be described as tin tin canisters or tin sometimes carbon fiber depends how much money you have but but these just boxes of steel and metal that you drive around yeah what what, and that's just normal for people but if you think about it now it is any animal or any other species that looks at us must think we're insane Oh, absolutely. It must be the most absurd thing they've ever Bro, seen. But I say I have had this discussion multiple times, right? With about absurdity. Absurdity of birds. Okay. How weird um, does a crow look? Oh yeah, you show me. He has no. I know they have wings, right? But it's just legs and no arms. They're just like this. They don't have arms. You can't see the arms until they lift their wings up. So it's just a body on feet with a head. Like, it just looks weird to me, and I think that's absurd. We'll pull a picture up for anyone watching on yeah. YouTube. Well, you can but just, just look search up, up a crow. You can just look at crow. Yeah. 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 I think it's like the second picture on Google. I think that's the one that I showed you. Mm. It's just a black crow standing on a log, something like that. But, yeah, I'd, especially with the way that, you know, we, 21st century, like, so much has changed since 100 years ago. 50, 10 years ago even. We've made so many different advancements, it's not funny. I think the majority of the advancements we've made have been technological or medical like, or even in hand-in-hand. Hand. Like most of them work with work together. Because on a, on a similar some kind of different train of thought, these phones that we have, right, like I've, he- I've heard people dis- de- describe them as sort of virtual reality devices like people think that we have to have headsets on like people classify these new fancy headsets as virtual reality yeah but every single time you look into your phone you're kind of going into a new virtual reality like you have slight peripherals but most of your focus is on on the phone in this new reality yeah and one thing that i've really struggled with especially being on the train is i've really i don't use my phone much like the majority of it I don't have socials. I don't have anything. I have messenger to communicate. That's about it. Whereas I do. Yeah. And so I don't have much to do on my phone besides changing the song. Yeah. In fact, if you do see our Instagram, I'm the one controlling it, not him. So if you have a problem with the Instagram, contact me. Don't know how you're going to do that just yet, but we'll highlight that soon. I just message us through the DMs on Instagram. I guess so. So. Um, or if you do want to, if you're a close friend of ours or we do know you and you want to become a guest in the future, also message on Let us know. the Instagram DMs. If you, want a vo- if you want a platform to share your voice, share your thoughts, exactly. this is the podcast. This is, this is the podcast. 
Gonna make another joke. But we didn't need it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. but no, back just talking about that. When I'm on the train and I see everybody looking down at their phones and I'm the only one present in that moment, yeah. I actually feel strange. I feel like people are judging me for not being on my phone with my neck bent forward. Yeah. I still do you I, do you, I, you I sort of know where I'm coming from? I think that's a way for people to kind of escape though, because I know often when I'm on a train and I'm, you know, on my phone or something like that, I'm usually, I'm quite a friendly person. Like, I feel like I am approachable sometimes. At yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm approachable and I, so. you know, people start to talk to me or, you know, there'll be, there'll be times at which I'm pissed off or sad or something like that. And I don't want to talk to someone. Yeah. I think that's when people go on their phone because they're like, I don't really want to have time for this. Like, I'd much rather be doing something else for myself than talking to you which I think is a very weird concept to talk about because I think people are, there was a, I was watching a TV show actually, and okay. I think you're going to really like this topic of conversation. And it was also on community as well. Are people inherently nice or are people inherently good? Mm-hmm. And it was always that there's a stigma that, you know, people can be nice, but it's the way that they're brought up which makes them bad. And it's not it's necessarily- like a, there's a selfish there's a selfish thing behind every action kind of. Yes, yeah, there is. You know, we do things for ourselves. Survival of the fittest, we have to. Like that's what we're built for. Um, and even in you know a world where we have so many different options, people are always going to take one option or the over the other. They don't look at the options other than that. Like instead of, you know, not talking to people or going on your phone, look out the window. Look at the stuff that's passing you by because you're going to miss that if you're on your phone, which is also that in itself is a crazy concept. Like how absurd is it when people pose, they go to a location just to pose and get a photo to look at yeah. it at home. Yeah. They don't, they're not even there. Go they're there just there again. for the photo. Just go there again. Honestly, life's too short to go to one place one time. Like go, I understand. I do no. regret not taking as many photos in like in the past like i don't have many photos from my childhood because even my parents i think brought me up as just very little technology household Mm. not we're not mormon or anything but um (laughs) (laughs) the more i talk the more i probably sound like one yeah but um there really needs to be a balance and i think especially in this 20 in like 21st century it's um finding that balance for people has been difficult because it's it's come so fast like you mentioned, like if you look at when the first iPhone released in 2008, it, it was 12 years ago. Yes. Like people have had to adapt to that so quickly that I I got my first no phone. one's got their head around it. I got my first phone in 2009 and it wasn't an iPhone. Yeah, it probably was like 2010 as well. Yeah, roughly then. But like it, so much has changed since so then. I think, like, I think we still have like an interesting perspective where our childhood. Our ones are 10 times bigger now. Like, but now they're going smaller, ironically. So yeah, people want people want it bigger, now they want smaller. Yep. But Fit in their pockets. I can't help but like feel weird on the train at all. No, no, I get it. Absolutely. Like I don't. I, I think that in terms of the photo thing though, you have, you know, you go to a place like say, I've been, I have been to like England and France and I... Technically, I like I remember what happened there, but I'd like to go there again, and that's why I was planning a trip with a friend. But um, you know, that's kind of I think you should do your best to travel because it's probably one of the best things that you can do. And having experiences with people rather than if you're yeah, so we can see us 
because the laptop's in the way. If you do, sorry, I'm going to interrupt that. If you see him go like this, it's because we have to keep refreshing the screen because, you know, the mic shut off last time, yep. which isn't a good thing. And we're hoping that this will keep it alive and well. Yes. Um, kind of lost what I was talking about, but... Going overseas. Going overseas, yeah, Enjoying so, the time while you're... Yeah, taking photos is good and all, but, you know, I'd love to go back overseas. Like, I think that's probably my next step, you know, studying, learning new things. Like, I love learning new things. That's why I'm at uni. There'd be no point to me being there if I didn't learn things. But the absurdity of life is that people don't take the opportunity to do these things. And I understand, like, there's an opportunity for, like, people that have more money. And I'm sorry to interrupt you here, Jacob. I just want to clarify because I know people are going to be at home and wherever they are right now thinking that we're overprivileged white children and we have the funds to go travel, which on one hand is, you know, we are privileged privileged, and we know that. Yeah, we are. But... I know many people who have not traveled but spent money, thousands of dollars on individual clothing items. Yes. And thousands of dollars on a new exhaust system. Yes. So it's it's about those things about making choices, right? Yep. People have gotten so caught up with the Joneses that they're not actually enjoying life to the to yeah. what they could because they're spending money on useless materialistic important items. Important thing to point out as well, these are our opinions. Yes. Don't voice these for yourself. Like yeah. I just think maybe maybe you do enjoy maybe, your car that much and you yeah, get so yeah, much joy exactly. out of it. So um but I think that we you know my opinion is that you should travel. Like I love to travel. Traveling is probably one of the best things that you can do. Yeah. Do it before my parents have always told me like travel before you have kids. Like hundred percent because you know it's going to be you're going to waste waste less money and I understand like my parents, I was very fortunate enough that my parents took me overseas yeah um, and they said they even said to me they're like I wish we'd traveled before we had you guys because it was ten times more expensive you know and I although and they enjoyed it ten times more because we were there and you're also doing different things like you 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 want to make the holiday enjoyable for the children exactly and going to Disneyland may not be as enjoyable for a fifty year old as it is for no. a ten year old so. Yes. Like 50-year-old no, probably, you know, you want to yeah, be like in the woods or something. I don't know. Hunting. The woods? Hunting. The woods hunting. Doing. Where are you hunting? Going to the tribal. Where are you hunting with your 10-year-old child? I don't know. I'm not. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't go to these places <laughs> with a 10-year-old. So, like, you go to, like, the well, tribes could. in, like, at it, the you Amazon. See, you see it in movies, you know. Yeah. That's Sons. a movie. Yeah. But, no, this is all the tradition. Probably not here. More in, like, America or something yeah. like that. This is Australia, by the way. We're in Melbourne, Victoria. We're in Melbourne, Victoria. So, yeah. our understanding of things are sort of strict to this location. Yeah, we have we have a worldly knowledge because of the internet and everything. Yeah. But and I think Australia news coverage has a pretty good, pretty good. Um, well, they emphasize a lot of world. Are we really going on? To, are we really going onto the topic of news? No, no. because I saying, don't watch I the news for I, a certain reason. I think that's just. I think that's just. Well, in terms of, I think Australian news, like the news that we have. I think we view, like, you ask someone in America anything about what's happening in Australia, they will not know a thing. But we know what's happening in America because our news system, despite how, you know, let's call it partially corrupt news agencies can be in terms of what they show, what they don't want to show, we do still understand what's happening overseas where a lot of countries probably wouldn't have that benefit. So, But a benefit of travelling then is... To actually see this place with your own eyes. Yes. Because even when even when they say like staying there for three months compared to having a holiday there for two weeks, yep. you have a completely different perspective exactly. yep. and it, it shapes your reality of that area. Mm. Because when you watch the news, this is why I don't watch it because I feel like it shapes your reality too much. Like so, Sometimes, yeah, in terms of what you're watching. 
Especially, especially if it's like political. You want to hear the story that I had this week? Go. Go. I've told it to a few people that, you know, it's, it's definitely a bit of a fluffy one, but uh, there are people, particularly in like sort of the magical like Andes and Peru and stuff who have no idea COVID exists. They've, they probably don't have much access to television, so they don't watch the news. And in their area, COVID hasn't come, okay? Because no one really travels to those areas. Yep. Access to those areas is pretty much nothing anyway. So in their reality, COVID doesn't exist. So how can something exist and not exist at the same time? I'm <laughs> lost for words by what you said and what you're about to say, I'm that, sure. That's, that's it. That's the you, full stop. How can... Something exists and not exists at the same time. Geographically, very easily. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Science ruins everything. Because <laughs> that, that was my argument. I was like, but every single time I say I just know science, is well, just yeah, going to ruin it. Well, obviously, those people probably wouldn't have as much technology as other countries. And yeah. we, are, we are getting, we are, I'd say the world is getting a lot more fortunate that we do have, you know, more technologies available to everyone, like everyone, you know, vaccines. Yeah. Vaccines are getting cheaper. We have, you know, more technologies, phones, despite the fact that they are expensive, are getting cheaper slowly and slowly because yeah. they're easier to make with the technology that we have. Even just like the, like those Chinese branded ones. Yeah. Like as an entry level, they're actually pretty good and they're really oh, cheap. Oh, they are. Yeah. Well, mine's mine's an Oppo. I don't know where that's from. I can't remember. China. Pretty sure it's China. It's either China or Korea. That's one of them. Probably. Um, but you know, the, the cheap phones, like they're... They phones are more so for communication. I think that we've kind of another thing that I kind of miss is I actually enjoy writing handwritten letters. Oh, and I haven't been able to do that in a long, long time. You look at me and you're like, you're like, this guy doesn't, this guy doesn't write handwritten letters. I do, but I have to take my time with them because my handwriting is crap if I don't. Uh, And I just really, really miss writing handwritten letters because I'd write them to like cousins overseas and all that and. Especially, I love it when you, another topic to get onto is when you have families overseas, mm-hmm. it's very different on the opinions opinions that you have and the opportunities that you have in that country. Like, I remember we went to visit family in England because it's family, obviously. That wasn't even for a holiday. That was just to visit family. And the, I imagined something and then you got there. And it was similar to the conversation that we had about meeting people and like visual and audio aid. Yeah. You can speak to someone online. I can call them up right now and be like, oh, yeah, um, how's this? How's this? But you go there and it's completely different because I met them for the first time when I was there. I think I was. But do you trust them more when you see them in person? Because I feel like yes. when I back to that sort of topic of speaking to that supplier, I feel like I trust him a lot more because we've seen each other in person. We know that if. And I know where his office is now. So like I've been there. So it's like if I let him down. Sounds really creepy. There's like this. that that um idea of the idea of money, money, money. The idea of um lost for words here. We'll be right back. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know the word I'm looking for is. I did the right thing there, right? You couldn't think of shit. We can just keep, and I was like, I don't know what he's going to talk about. So. It's all right. Let's just let's just pretend we never cut and just keep going. So um, yeah. So the idea was <laughs> <laughs> that um, 
We can leave that in. Yeah, we, I'm fine with leaving that in. That's good. Just keep going. We've still got... This is how, recording still going. We're, we're learning. So, you know, you, you guys... Well, this is what we're talking about, getting better at storytelling. Because yeah. I feel like to express ideas, you really got... It's just a magical skill. Like, when I listen to comics in particular... Yes. Like, I've told you to get to, like, start listening to Joey Diaz. Yes. Have you did. started? No, I oh, haven't. Okay. I want to. Joey Diaz, for those who aren't aware of him, he's a comic. He's Colombian and... Definitely give his podcast a listen. Yeah. Um, just the way he captivates you and draws you into his stories is like trying Absolutely. something that I'm trying to sort of get better at because at the moment I was we're still novices or I'm still novice. I was told a couple of weeks ago on a slightly similar note but different, I was told a couple of weeks ago that I'd be very good at reading books because of my voice. We don't have a book to test that on. But apparently, I should sign up for Audible and give my services. Why not? But there's a difference, though, because you're still reading a story. You're not I'm reading a story, but I think that there is a difference. As we said before, it is kind of a bit difficult in the situation. That we're, no, not difficult. It's different. It feels different Like because we will have these conversations off camera, obviously. That's kind of why. It's another reason we decided to do this. That was my zipper on my okay. job. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that or if the camera picked that up, but yeah, okay. that's why he looked at me weird. Um, but it does feel a bit different because we will have these conversations. Uh, and it's not, it's not, um, it's, it's problematic because I know the camera's there looking at me. I know the mic's here. Got to pay attention to the laptop. We do have notes for the first time just because we are slowly learning. We have our coffees that we keep paying. It's now water. It's turned into water apparently. Um, he's just tripped on the camera. <laughs> so, you know, we've got our issues, but we're we're working them out slowly. Um, and hopefully by the time we either release this or uh, we get feedback on the first episode, we will kind of have an idea of – uh, how to fix the problems that we currently have, like mic yeah. setup. Um, I'd much rather have two microphones. It'd be 10 times easier to talk. But I think we kind of, we had a bit of audio problems with the first one. And now that we're kind of the same distance from each other, I think the table that we were doing up before probably wasn't shallow enough. Mm. Like it was really, really wide. Um, and you were a lot louder than I was. So I think this has fixed it though. We've looked at the recording. So, hey, I don't know if there's anything else we want to talk about, but it's up to you. No, guys. we can't leave him on a half a story. Half I feel a story. like my story is like well, half finished. Continue, continue on your story then. Okay, so we're talking about what, how when you meet someone in person, like we're talking about your family overseas. Yep. Once you meet him in person and you've seen them and you've shooken their hand. Shooken. Or touched them. Touch Shaken. their elbows or touch their elbows. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. COVID safe handshake. Yeah, exactly. There is this trust that is built that you feel like you don't want to let them down now. That's the, what I was just trying to say. Like you you know them and you know that they know you. So if you do something wrong or you mess up, you feel guilty now. They're your family. You feel guilty. They're your family. Not even family, just like the supplier. Like I, I feel guilty different- now if I do something wrong. But I think, but I think but before I didn't, because he never knew me, I could just sort of vanish. Because it's like, <laughs> it's like disappear. And that's why people were so comfortable with posting things on the internet, because at any point, they can just vanish, change their username, delete their email, and they're prove a point. And it's more gone. difficult to have a conversation like this in front of the camera than it is to have a conversation online. Because I guarantee you, someone could talk about what we're saying right now, 
using Messenger or text, and they would say whatever they want. But I think there's yeah. obviously we're trying to keep this as unfiltered as possible. Like we're talking about what we're talking about. Like even with the camera, we're just trying to be transparent. Yeah. Like, like he's gotten up like three times to fix the camera already. <laughs> like that's kind of where, and I have to keep an eye on that. But we we want to just have those conversations that no one else thinks they should have in terms of you know face to face microphone camera. Like that's it's probably the most. Uh, not most intimate you could get with an audience, but I think it's definitely close to. Mm. I think that talking on a phone or like even say, I think it's completely different when you're talking to someone in front of you. So I was talking to you on the phone. I don't think like some of the, like you probably, you probably wouldn't be as careful of what you're saying. Like I'm not too careful of what I'm saying to you right now because I know that we'll have these discussions all the time. But if I was on the phone with you, I probably I wouldn't be paying attention to, as much to what I'm saying because I think there's almost an intimidation factor when someone's sitting in front of you. You're like, he's right next to me. He could hit me. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I think Brody brought this up on his podcast, Life Life Advice from Losers, if you want to give that a listen. Yeah, that's a good It podcast. was definitely an inspiration to just get us to start finally. It was, yeah. But um, he talks about how you can go overseas for three months. Um, I don't think either of us have done a three-month trip. Maybe you have. I've done six weeks six weeks so even in that case you go away and you sort of communicate with friends over the phone because you can do that now you can communicate over overseas but he mentioned that even though for the three months he was keeping in touch with his friends the moment he saw them in person it was like they were connecting for the first time in three months it's like everything they had done over the internet over the phone just never happened or like it just it wasn't the same as actually seeing each other yeah yeah so Hopefully, Brody, if you're watching, great podcast. Oh, love, what, love what you guys are doing. Fantastic. Great inspiration. Um, yeah. That's not sure. What else do you want to talk about? Oh, we practice. Could, We've been, we're being I transparent. Could, I could talk for... Yeah, what do you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? Yeah, what do you want to talk about? This is your time. My time. This is your I time. I don't know. Um, I think talking about... You want to go on happiness? Because that's been a topic. That's, that's been a topic of... We can go on ...for a long time. Sure, sure. Because... For those who know me, I've been a bit entrepreneurial since high school. Um, well, I was a wide because yes, ran a ran a sort of a small scale agency. Obviously, I had plans to grow it, but that was interrupted at the beginning mm, of the year. Yes. But the one thing I've noticed since I finished that business, I've closed like pretty much paused it for the time being. Yeah. Um, is that I am much more happy now. I. I'm a lot happier without, and I feel like my cortisol levels have stabilized. Oh boy, I'm enjoying this conversation. My cortisol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good. They've dropped. Yes. I enjoy the present moment a lot more, and I struggle to just think about going back. Like at this current time in, in like my life, I'm happy not running a business, which for the longest time was absurd to me because that was my path. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm- I'm probably the happiest I've been in a long time because those that have known me since high school, I've always been, I think, pretty heavy as well. Like I've always been a really big guy Mm. Um, and I've struggled with weight and everything, but I've lost a bunch, I've lost a bunch of weight. Like uni's going really well, work's going really well, you know, lining up overseas travel, which isn't possible at the moment, but it will be in the future, I'm sure. Um, And I'm just genuinely happy. 
And I, I think I can attribute that to what's happened. But the weird thing is I don't actually know why I am. Like, I don't think anything specifically happened that's just like, that's what's made me happy. Whereas you, I think you've kind of... Mine's very clear, I think. Yeah. I I just don't know. Like, I'm... But I, I think I've spent, like, because the whole idea of not going to uni straight out of high school was to find find happiness and find... Because life is really long, if you think about it. Like, we're 20 years old. I feel like I've lived a millennia already. Like, I get the first 20 years is quite accelerated. Like, a lot happens in that first mm, 20 years. Like, you're yeah. really growing. And I think now it starts to sort of slow down. But I think when I think about how long life we've got to go, it's just I want to f- sort of set the foundations from the beginning. Yeah. So, finding happiness for me was, like, a real crucial part of that. And so, that's why everything I do, I sort of analyze a bit more than I should. And understanding that being present for me has been the most joyful thing. And that bringing back to the idea of being on your phones and not enjoying your surroundings. I don't like being on my phone because I don't feel present in the moment because everybody, even conversations most people have, and especially the ones in business Mm. are very transactional. Yes. Like everybody communicates with this idea that they want something from you. Like there's, there's no love or joy behind it. They just talk. It's not even talk, it's persuasion. Business talk is pure persuasion. Like you both go into that conversation with a middle ground you want to meet at the end of it. Yep. Whereas the conversations we're having now Nothing. is non-transactional. It's we're just having space. it for the sake of it. It's empty space. Just to share thoughts and ideas. We want. We'll for the joy. What we want, when we want. Well, not when we want, when we're recording. Well, hopefully. <laughs> that's kind of what we, that's when we want to talk. But I completely agree. I don't have a background in business and even I know that. Even if you work in a corporate setting, like, you, you know, wouldn't. you know, when you talk to like the people at the factory, yeah. the way you talk to the factory workers is completely different to the way that I talk, talk to, to upper management, CEOs, managers, everything like that. Yeah. And like, I guess there's that respect barrier. Like even I talk to my parents differently, but yeah. it's not like there's a lot more substance behind it. Yeah. Whereas business, you know, you just, you're pulling at their, their, their strings. You're just trying to get something. But on that topic, I think it's, you can develop like relationships with people. Like I've got relationships with my managers, you know, friends at work and my friends that are from school, my friends that are from out of school. I think it's, I talk to all of them a bit differently and I don't know why, because I'm quite open with all of them, but I think it's that I, there's this stigma behind how you should talk to certain people in your life. Like obviously your parents, you should talk to completely differently to how you talk to your friends. Like, I'd tell my parents stuff that I wouldn't tell my friends. I'd mm-hmm. tell my managers stuff that I wouldn't tell anyone else because it's only that manager's business. Whereas I don't think that I could be completely open with someone that I'm friends with about a work-related issue or like, you know, a friend-related issue. I wouldn't talk about that with my manager. Like, why would I? Mm, There's no exactly. point in me doing that. But I'd happily talk about a friend-related issue with my friends from work because that's kind of like where you can, you know, I don't know unleash anger or frustration and it's kind of, you know, there's been times at work where I've been frustrated, times at work where I've been sad and happy. Um, it has turned into like a, one of those therapeutic episodes. I, I talk about our feelings. But because especially in the Western society, I think, and a lot of the videos that I used to watch were very, very hustle-minded. Oh, got to grind 24-7, don't sleep, don't enjoy friends, kick, kick everything aside. Yep. 
But the only thing you're chasing is items and material, like material possessions. Possessions. Right? Yeah. That's that's. I remember we were thinking of ideas for the podcast, and I thought of. I think you touched on happiness and poverty and all that as well. And I think I brought up is a lot of people base happiness on material possession in like terms of what you have, money, power. But like um, why would you sacrifice being present and enjoying the moment for yeah, that? Exactly. That's like I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people would say like if you're listening right now, you're probably thinking like why can't you have both? We're Why can't hit, we're about to hit the thirty minute mark, so we're gonna to have to quickly quickly pause, pause and restart it, it, and we'll restart it because we have a thirty minute timer. So we'll say we're back, and we're back. We just restarted recording again. Yes. Uh, so so we left off at I can't remember. It was, it was five like a second. Ago. Ago. It was <laughs> five the, seconds ago, and the, I, the camera is still recording. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it was five seconds. Had ago. an intermission. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about what materialism and. How people base people, happiness on what they have. On material possessions. Which a lot of people write, as I mentioned just before we cut off, a lot of people will probably say, like, why can't you have both? Why can't you have material possessions like money and power and still not yet or still feel happy? Um, I think happiness is quite, it's not as linear as people think it is. I think there's there's an aspect to happiness that's, Sure, you can be happy with material possessions, but are you actually truly emotionally happy? Like, are you, do you? But why are you? Because the more I realize, I'm like, why are people happy with material possessions? And I just come down to the same thing every time. It's just marketing. Because <laughs> everything's marketing. Have, what's, there's a video on YouTube. I'll link it in in the description. Yeah. <laughs> every single time I in say it. Every single time I say it. So, hey, guys. But, uh, it talk it's a it's a short animated film yeah. about these rats chasing happiness. And I think a lot of people think that being stuck in a nine to five job is terrible. For but some it's, people that's but probably what makes them happy. I haven't found that. Like even if you don't enjoy your work that much, yeah. if you look at it in a positive light, you can enjoy it. Yeah, it exactly. is not a terrible thing. Yeah. But this idea of these advertisements being all reading happiness. Like they changed all these McDonald's and Coca-Cola logos to in the font say happiness. Mm -hmm. And people have been sold the idea that that buys happiness. Whereas I think people actually know that it's not. Because yeah, no. like even when you drink a Coca-Cola, you're not happy. No. There is an immediate guilt afterwards. Mm. Yep. I guess kind yeah, of Gary might argue otherwise. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's true. He seems to. Gary's a person we know, by the way. So yeah. We do mention He drinks Gary. about six Coke cans six a day. Cokes a day. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot. That's a and lot. he's like 75, so yeah. he's pretty good health, so. Well, uh, pretty good health for a 75-year-old. For a 75-year-old, he's pretty, yeah, like, pretty good. A lot of, I've seen a lot of people in a worse state of that age. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but I think material, material goods, like if you – if you think of say someone working in not someone working a nine to five job, and that's not necessarily material, that's more, um, and it's an emotional good, I guess you'd call it. Uh, you could there's certain like there's definitely certain moments in my job where I'm like, okay, I'm not happy right now, but then there's other moments where I'm talking to someone or I'm doing something that I really enjoy doing that I'm like, okay, yeah, this is awesome. So I think there's 
there's the argument that can you ever find the perfect job for you that you're always going to be 100% happy? Because I don't think you can. You can't. I don't. Uh, but if you, again, you try and view these things in a positive light, and obviously, probably, most likely, I just said probably, most likely, and something else. So they all mean the same thing, but you get what I'm trying to say. You, you'll probably enjoy your job more than any other person there just because you know that that might not necessarily be the perfect job for you, but there is a job out there where you could probably find more enjoyment or the job that you're working right now is either enjoyable for you or you've got friends there that you like or, you know, you really enjoy what you're doing. Like I'm sure I remember there was a... I always want to jump in. Go. Because I think everyone doesn't enjoy their work because they do it out of fear. Yes. The fear because they have to pay debt on <laughs> things that they've bought, right? Because yeah, yeah. when I used to work, we used to work, this, I mean, Jacob and I used to work at the same factory for a year and a half. And to most people looking from the outside, that would have been like the most, it would have been a terrible experience. Like we're just banging away, building hot water systems for eight hours a day. Yeah. But when I look back at it, it was one of the most enjoyable moments, like times in my life. Yeah, but even in that moment, I think I felt like that outsider looking in mm. because yeah. I wasn't trying to enjoy the moment for what it was. Mm. I was trying to, I, was, I had my head in this sort of ideal that I need to keep moving forward. Yeah. Whereas, and that's sort of just like looking into the future, you know, everyone has their, and especially with the internet showing this ideal situations, like everyone is moving towards something that they never take time to enjoy the moment. Yep. And I think that, especially on the topic of that, I remember like there was a few, I think it was probably a couple of months ago where I was like really not enjoying work at the moment. And like there'd be, there would be mornings where I was like, I really don't want to go to work, but I have to because, you know, I need the money. I've got bills to pay and I've got things that I want to do, you know. Um, and my phone could just buzz if anyone picked that up on the camera. Um but hopefully, you know, I was, I just thought to myself, I was, you know, I'll, I'll go to work. You know, I've got people that I love to talk to. And I just, I think it just became a habit that like some days that it would probably be harder to wake up in the mornings and go to work. Cause it is very early that we would start in the warehouse. Like I have to wake up at like five or six, which if you're a uni student is actually quite difficult despite what people think. Um, and I'm sure it's completely different to a lot of people. Like you get used to it after a while. But, you know, I just got into this rhythm of, like, I'm actually really, really enjoying my job just because, like, I wake up, you know, I basically – job I work at right now, like, there's certain activities that I hate doing. Like, I hate lifting things that are ridiculously heavy by myself. Mm. And I'll still do it, but I'd much rather, like, lift something with someone else and talk to them while we're doing it. Like, I love that kind of stuff. And as much as, you know, bosses will say, like, oh, yeah, don't talk to anyone. There's no product productivity in it. I absolutely think there's productivity in talking to people because it lifts your spirits. It, it lifts your, them. You're probably going to be more efficient if you're talking to someone. And I'd never get that argument from any manager because they'll yell at me, um, mine in a very eff effervescent Polish accent. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's a word I should use, but yeah, it is. Okay. Um, and he'll say like, I, why no talking or no headphones in. And I think that, like there's been studies on music and talking to people that has said that it boosts productivity by like 20%. Again, don't take that 
as an expert opinion. <laughs> That's what I've read. Okay, whether or not those documents were good. that was that was probably a um, study funded by um, Beats by Dre or some yeah, some probably, music production probably, company. Probably. So. But, but it makes sense. Like even if that study, it it one hundred percent makes sense. And I think that. You know, if you get into a job that's quite repetitive, um, you've probably got, like, music probably helps. I remember, like, when I'm – because I deal with Solar Hot Water currently, Seb no longer works there, but you often use what's called Teflon, which is basically like a – I don't know what you'd call it, like a rubber substitute that you wrap around. Um, I did it. didn't really know what joining, <laughs> joining Joining parts. And honestly, I feel like if you get into a rhythm of something, it's actually ten times easier to probably – use music or uh, any like talking to someone I never get distracted doing it because I think that puts me in a rhythm more and I get stuff done faster you did it on camera I don't know I think I was out of focus oh, man uh, yeah that's all I really wanted to talk about to be honest anything you want to add I think we I we think have, we could talk for a long time I, I think, think the, I, I think we've had I just don't think we want to bore the listeners yeah and I think we've looped around in circles a few times and there's probably a few people listening just like moved on from one moved back to another conversation to a different conversation and then to a different conversation two turns ago it was like yes we have but there's so many things to talk about I think for episode Absolutely. episode one you know we touched on a large variety of I think they'll probably philosophical ideas. Hopefully, in future episodes, we will have more structured episodes. Uh, we don't. This well, is not, not, this is not the necessarily. Seven, this is the Jacob and Seb podcast, so well, they're not necessarily structured. But we'll have like a key topic that we'll talk about for the majority of it. And we did today; it just got cut out. So yeah, hopefully, we'll um we'll be back to not normal, but the irregular. The irregular. We'll be back to the irregular. The weekly irregular schedule. Are we renaming? Rebranding? Rebranding? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we paid for a logo. We can't come back <laughs> that's out. True, that's we true. Come yeah. back out now. Come back out. But yeah. Well, I finished my water. Yeah, I'm out of water as well. I think that might I be. I've got to go to the toilet now. So that might be cue to end it then. So. Episode one. Episode finished. one. Pounded. Don't know if that picked that up. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, the, hopefully, hopefully you guys heard the little fist bump. Ah, that hurt. Holy crap. We. Thank you for listening and getting yeah, all the way to the end. And um, stay tuned for episode two. Absolutely. We'll be back. Be back. <laughs>